Hello, Cryptonauts. Here I am again with my co-host, Jake Chaparelli, here to give you the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. You guys have been asking for it a lot. There's been a lot of positive feedback, and so we're going to continue to give you some more crypto news more regularly. So with that said, make sure you like, you subscribe, you check us out on YouTube and Discord if you want to reach out to us. And by the way, we do have a new partner, uh, Pun Jedi, that's going to be hosting Friday Night Music Nights. It's been awesome. It's been growing. A lot of people have been liking it. And there has been a lot, a lot of airdrops on there. So if you like tip airdrops, you want, you definitely want to check out the Discord channel on Friday evenings around 6 p.m. Pacific time. He's been doing an awesome job on there. So DJ Jedi, awesome job. With that said, enjoy the episode. Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I'm your host, Blockchain John, with my co-host, Jake Jabberelli at Jabberelli Farms. You can check out his website at jabberelli.com. So with that said, hello, Jake. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, John? Awesome. Thanks. So first of all, I want to make sure I give a proper uh, thank you for being on the podcast so many times. I, I don't think I've done that enough for you. So... With that said, I just dropped my microphone on my face. <laughs> With that said, thank you for being on the podcast over and over again. I do I do appreciate that. And I'm sure all, uh, all the listeners and viewers do appreciate you being on the podcast just to mix it up. It's good to have a co-host that I can bounce crypto uh, uh, information with. So, yep, yeah. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started. Oh, there's your website, by the way. We do have, you can check them out right here at just a bunch of referral links at jobberelli.com. All right, now let's move over to the top 10 uh, crypto news and no, crypt, uh, top 10 crypto stats. Coins. Coins. Yeah. Coins. Coins. <laughs> and we're going <laughs> to. What an episode. What, what an. Okay, let's just go ahead and get started. Uh, number one, Bitcoin settling at $38,326 with a seven day gain of, wow, 20.1%. That's a whopping for Bitcoin. It's really up a lot. Yes. That's insane. So before I continue any further, for the listeners and viewers out there, if you didn't BTFD, then you are missing out. Okay, you should. When when crypto was going sideways for the past month or two, hopefully you stack sats and hodled, because now is the payout. This is where the reward comes into play. Now, if you're trying to buy now, that's I would say shame on you, right? That's at yep. least what you're I would the say. FOMO. Don't, don't do, FOMO don't right FOMO, now. Just man. Just because it's up doesn't mean you buy now. You you should have bought when it went down. When it's going down is when you buy. Right, right. Or going sideways. When it's boring, buy it. Yes. Number two. Market e- is boring, buy. Right. Number two, Ethereum settling at $2,326.77 with another whopping seven-day gain of 22.1%. Third place, Tether settling at $1. Hey. Fourth place, Binance. Coin. Yeah, <laughs> Binance Coin in fourth place, settling at three hundred and twenty-two dollars and twenty-three cents, with a seven-day gain of five point nine percent. Number five, Cardano, settling at one dollar and thirty-five cents, with a double-digit thirteen point eight percent gain. Number six, XRP, settling at sixty-six cents, with a twelve point four percent gain in seven days. Number seven, Dogecoin. Settling at 22 cents with a whopping 
22.3% gain for the past seven days. Number eight, USD coin. Whoa, it is settled at $1. Of course. Because it's a stable coin. Because it's a stable coin. <laughs> Number nine, Polkadot settling at $14.92 with another double-digit whopping gain of 16.8% in the past seven days. And number 10, Binance USD settling at what? That's unbelievable. $1.01. And one cent. Wow. <laughs> All right, Cryptonauts, your overall total market is at $1.579 trillion, up by 9.9%. Awesome. That is good, remember, good news. Get your coins. You know, get your candies from... Uh, oh, that's coins. right. Collect your candies. Actually, let me let me show you how to do that. I, I forgot to collect my candy. Look at that. So it did reset on me. It did reset on mm -hmm. me. Yep. Collect your 10 candies. There you go. Bling. Got it. And when you do, obviously, you can go to rewards and uh, buy some rewards here. Check this out. How to DeFi. I, I bought a couple of these already. So they, they also have NFTs on here. So if you collect your candies every single day, you can buy some awesome NFTs or get some discounts like NordVPN, Travala, uh, let's see, Grid Plus, Defiant, uh, Chain to Frame. Let's see, uh, there's a bunch of uh, crypto swag. Yeah. So with that said, let's move on over to the crypto news of the day. All right. So I'll let uh, Jake take over this one. Right, so the Bitcoin eyes 40K after weekend surge. This is by the Decrypt staff who wrote this, apparently a nameless person. <laughs> uh, last month, uh, pardon me, last Tuesday, Bitcoin sank below 30,000 for the first time in a month. By Sunday night, just five days later, Bitcoin was up 30% higher and getting very close to 40,000 again. The top cryptocurrency rebounded dramatically over the weekend and accelerated further when Asian markets opened on Monday morning. Ethereum has also bounced back from a long bearish stretch, up 22% in the past week, up to just over 2300 as you guys just heard in the uh, top 10. There are a few recent events that likely helped reinvigorate the crypto markets. On Wednesday, at a pro-Bitcoin virtual event called The B Word, Elon Musk pleased Bitcoiners when he reiterated that he owns and believes in Bitcoin as does Tesla, and also revealed that his other company, SpaceX, holds Bitcoin on its balance sheet. He, he also said, for the first time, he owns some Ethereum and is a fan of DeFi, DeFi decentralized finance, the fast-trading investment industry built atop Ethereum. The rapper, Buster Rhymes, was also inspired by the event that he had lo- oh, pardon me, by event that he loaded up on Bitcoin and is now looking into Ethereum. Square and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and ARK Investor CEO Invest, pardon me, ARK Invest CEO Kathy Wood, two other prominent Bitcoin wa uh, flag waivers, also spoke at the virtual event. Wood's firm bought the crypto dip last week, smart, by loading up on shares of Coinbase and Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC. The crypto job listing at Amazon, as you may have heard in the last episode, added to the renewed excitement in crypto markets. Amazon listed the role for digital currency and blockchain product lead in the following statement to the media. We covered this. If you were listening yesterday, this is what happened. So mm -hmm. in crypto markets, analysts often focus on key resistance levels on Bitcoin's way to its April all-time high around 63,000. 40,000 and 50,000 were seen as resistance levels that it broke through. 
now that Bitcoin is retesting the 40,000 uh, level and its move after that, that will determine whether it truly reemerges from this brutal bear market of the past three months. Mm -hmm. So what do you say, have to say about that? Well, John? first of all, I just want to reiterate that that brutal uh, past three months is a time that you should have been stacking sets. I mean, I have. I've been buying every single month for years now. And, all, and of course, when it goes sideways or down, I'm buying even more. So, yeah. In regards to Kathy Wood, I wish I had a sound box so I can put the applause on her. Awesome for buying the dip. Always BTFD. All day, every day. Uh, in regards to Amazon, heck, that's awesome. I mean, I, I, said it, I said it the last time. I'll say it again. Amazon getting into it. Cool. All right, your turn. What's the uh, next uh, article? Okay, next article. Vermont is fourth state to target uh, BlockFi's Bitcoin savings account, written by Ekenjenk. Vermont is the fourth state to issue an order against crypto lending firm BlockFi's high interest savings account for offering unregistered securities. Details of the notice served by Vermont's financial regulators aren't yet available, but BlockFi informed customers about its existence on its website. BlockFi and the state of Vermont security divisions did not immediately respond to Decrypt's request for comment. Over the past week, regulators in the New Jersey, Texas, and Alabama have opened investigations against BlockFi and two of its subsidiaries, BlockFi Lending and BlockFi Trading. Regulators allege that BlockFi's interest accounts, which advertise high returns for customers that deposit crypto amount to unregistered securities. Bum, bum, bum. Securities are investment contracts. Sales of them in the U.S. have to be registered with the country's Securities and Exchange Commission. The regulators argue that BlockFi's lending accounts amount to securities because when BlockFi's customers deposit their crypto, they expect BlockFi to earn them interest. BlockFi denies that these accounts constitute securities offerings. In a tweet on July 23rd, the company said it's discussing things with regulators. Now I'm going to read this tweet here. It says, this is from BlockFi. It says, we are in active dialogue with multiple regulators to demonstrate that the Block by Interest account, BIA, is not a security and should not be regulated as one. Bold letters, we firmly believe that the BIA is lawful and appropriate for crypto market participants, and we remain steadfast in our commitment to fight for uh, consumers' rights to earn interest on their crypto assets. We welcome discussion with regulators and believe that appropriate regulation of this industry is key to its future success. Block by. All right. Let's see. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate. It's funny because uh, Texas has long been in this boat of trying to make sure that, that uh, things, not just BlockFi itself, but any trading company is, is not doing this, what they consider to be a kind of, you know, uh, illegal scheme tr uh, for investors. And I get it. They want they want to protect people, but uh, part <laughs> I hate to put it this way, but actually no, I don't hate to put it this way. Let me be clear about this. Um, decentralized currency, like all blockchain is, for the most part, uh, is bucking the trend. It is really kind of sticking it to the people who've been, you know, in this this air of security first. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be secure with your money. You absolutely should. But the distinction here is that the the old way of thinking is being that trend is being bucked and those people do not like it of course they're the ones that are quote in control so they're going to be you know on your case about it but the united states government has has already declared what these things are 
and it is up to the states to, to determine things otherwise they do have those rights um, but it's uh, there's a there's a fear about the unknown old money doesn't like new money and yes old money does not like new money so there's going to be this happening it's good yeah for a, a while yeah it's a rubber band effect it's like they they want to get into it but they don't want you to get into it so there's like a a, a, a sway to it obviously they want to pump it up and then make you buy at the top and then talk a bunch of trash and then have it all go down so they can buy and sell and stack sets. They're, they're smart. They're not dumb. They got the smartest people in the world buying these up for sure. And they've been buying it for years. No. Alright, next news. We're going to go ahead and skip yep. the Robinhood, Robinhood Ice Crypto Lending, and Skating Services. That was written by Ekin Jank. That is just a... Yeah. The next one was also from Ekin Jank. Uh, indie game hides free Bitcoin for players. It's kind of a neat, neat article, I think. A computer game about finding a stolen beard in Beardsville <laughs> will give away free Bitcoin to the first player that solves an in-game puzzle. The game, you stole my beard, <laughs> contains 12 scraps of virtual paper, each containing a single word. Together, the scraps comprise the seed phrase to an Electrum wallet with real Bitcoin in it for the first person who can crack the code. Seed phrases are a string of random words that allow whomever possesses them to access a cryptocurrency wallet. The developer, California one-man band Neil Collier, said transfers some Bitcoin to a wallet but doesn't disclose how much. I got converted to Bitcoin about a year ago, and I love it, Collier wrote in, uh, on Reddit yesterday. Anything to raise awareness of Bitcoin and promote my passion project. Some pr uh, prospective players on Reddit raise concerns about bots running the fun, as often happens in crypto, by mining the game for seed phrases. Collier didn't reply to those concerns. The game will be released on August 2nd and can only be bought with fiat, weirdly enough. Collier said he will also release a version that can also be bought with Bitcoin. Aside from Bitcoin, uh. the retro RPG detective game is set in a town where everyone is required by law to have a beard. <laughs> the player, together with his pet dog Leo, must solve a mystery using fake beards, goofy items, and questionable wit, according to the press release. In practice, what uh, that, that means is darts, trivia, talking to NPCs, and playing wacky minigames. So, this, That's awesome. this sounds pretty fun. I, yeah, yeah I, like, I like these kind of things. There was another one, I forgot which country it was, where they were trying to promote Bitcoin by putting uh, uh, billboards around the city and having people decipher what these uh, these these billboards uh, said. Because within the billboard, uh, you can pretty much get the, the seed phrase out of it. Somebody ended up figuring that out and got some Ethereum out of that. And it was pretty cool. I like these games, man. Uh, I like, obviously, the real world ones where you go out and find, like, the billboard one. I like those ones. These, I've never, I don't think I've seen something like this before. This is this is quite unique. First of all, you gotta admire the, the beard in, in the in the photo. That beard is awesome. That's an awesome beard. Yes. Indeed. I don't know what kind of style is that? I don't even know what style that is. But the beard or Yeah, the beard. Look at the image on the that's top. Neck, neck beard. That's full full on beard, right? <laughs> that's full on beard? <laughs> that's a that's a real beard. Chops plus the mustache plus the, the everything. You know, the bottom half that's everything. It's the full beard. Awesome. There you go. So there's for your cryptonauts out there, there's a chance to get some crypto.
obviously uh, I would recommend using fiat instead of your Bitcoin obviously because you want to stack sats and hodl uh, use your fiat because it's monopoly money and you can just get rid of it all right next news written by definite no sorry written by Ekinjank Definity ICP uh, rises 28% and weekend boost okay it keeps going up huh Definity's Definity's internet computer ICP coin has risen 28% over the past day to $45 uh, data from Nomex shows it is the first major rise since the end of the last month when ICP rose from $29.43 on June 26th to highs of $57 on June 29th. In the latest rally, the price started to rise around noon UTC yesterday, shortly after Definity tweeted that the blockchain had surpassed 100 million blocks. Bravo. Although that milestone is only symbolic for the Bitcoin's usage, or sorry, for the blockchain's usage, it has managed to kick up a PR storm for the network. Uh, the rise comes three days after a California class action, uh, oh, what, really, a class action suit against, uh, allegedly, that Definity held an unregistered security sales for ICP. The lawsuit was filed by investor Daniel Ocampo on behalf of all investors who bought ICP after May 10th. The lawsuit news didn't have an immediately, uh, immediate effect on the price. Securities lawsuits are common in crypto. Ripple, for instance, is facing its own securities lawsuit filed by the SEC over sales of its token XRP. While the token crashed following the lawsuit, XRP rose along with the rest of the market during this year's bull run before crashing again when the market withdrew, uh, withered. Founded in 2016 by entrepreneur Dominic Williams, Deepinity is a blockchain project of decentralized data centers, which the creators pitch as a decentralized alternative to the centralized cloud computing industry that large technology companies like Amazon and Microsoft dominate. ICB is Deepinity's utility token. It allows holders to vote on proposals for the direction of the protocol and pay for transactions. It trades on exchanges just like Ethereum or XRP. ICP's current price of $45 is nowhere near its all-time high of $737 recorded on May 11th, a day after its immensely successful launch. At its peak, ICP was the 8th largest cryptocurrency. It has since slid to 20th position with a market cap of $6.1 billion. Last month's ICP's price surged by 15% to $42 after Goldman Sachs mentioned it in a report on cryptocurrencies. The investment bank said, the investment bank said Definity, quote, could pave the way to the future. But Goldman also said Definity is, quote, untested, early stage, complex, like much of crypto. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ICP was really doing quite well. I mean, everything fell down. The bear market kind of got everybody. And it's been bear for a while now, several months. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see uh, any one coin doing well again, as we're all hoping things go back, not just to 63,000, you know, Bitcoin, but, but kind of looking at the whole market hitting, you know, $2.5 trillion again, because um, it's only at about one and a half right now. Right. Um, we're missing a, somebody somebody took a lot of value out of the market and oh, that's yeah. good but yeah. let's put it back yeah <laughs> somebody scrubbed all the weak hands out of the market exactly which is fine like you said it's fine like i said i i won't forget ken ken buying dogecoin uh ken uh hopefully you sold your dogecoin at the all-time high i hope he did i hope he did 
hope you do too. It's gonna, it'll, it'll go back up again. I don't know if it'll reach seventy cents, but I don't want to call it because last time I called something like that, it went way beyond. Okay. So. What do you, what do you, <laughs> no, you got to call it Dogecoin. What do you think Dogecoin <laughs> yeah. is going? It's at twenty-two well, cents Doge right will, now. Doge will never go above sixty-nine cents again. <laughs> really? Really? I'm Aww. joking. I'm joking. Man, so my 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 Doge bag is never gonna go back up. Wah, wah, wah. Did you buy it seventy-two? <laughs> no, I've never, I've never bought Doge over a penny. Okay. I bought like it was like, how much? What did I say? I bought like three, three to five thousand. Wait, this is years ago. Three to five thousand, uh, for like ten cents. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Now it's twenty-two cents for one Doge. That is insane. But people are still trying to get in. Oh, it's affordable. 22 cents. It's affordable. Yeah, compared to what? <laughs> Utility, man. You you gotta, cheap, there's plenty of other deep, cheap coins out there, right? Yeah. you got to figure out what, what's the use case. I mean, memes, right? Memes. I, think, I think a lot of people are buying it in Robinhood. Honestly, I think that's where it's being bought most because Robinhood's got the biggest wallet. So That and uh, then you got, uh, what is it, that, that new one? Um, Shiba Inu and then you got Baby Doge. Yep. Baby Doge is the newest one that just came onto the market. Uh, brand new. Nobody really even knows what it is, but... Baby Doge is the newest thing. Yeah, I just felt like plugging that in just because I've I've read it somewhere. All right, next uh, <laughs> news. All right, so this is the one that I find most fascinating. Brazilian police seize 33 million in Bitcoin exchange investigation. This article again by the same author of the last five articles. Yeah, I mean he's been busy this weekend. He's been very busy. Yes. Uh, Brazilian police have seized 172 million Brazilian reals. That's their currency. Or 33 million U.S. dollars in anti-money laundering bust. The fraud probe, termed Operation Exchange, covered six insurance warrants in Sao Paulo's Diadema municipality and the capital city itself, according to a July 22nd police statement. The investigation is still in progress, but the police allege that a number of cryptocurrency exchanges helped gangs launder money. The police found 17 bogus companies set up by criminals to launder money through crypto exchanges. After washing their money, the criminals planned to send the funds to offshore accounts. Over five months, one crypto exchange laundered $1.93 million from six fictitious companies, the police said, and eight other companies received $2.9 million in crypto. The crypto exchanges hadn't verified the origin of these funds, or the veracity of the companies, the police said. Courts seized assets from the companies and from two people connected with the investigation. Earlier this month, the Brazilian police wrapped up Operation Damon, an investigation into alleged embezzlement of the of at least 1.5 billion Brazilian reals, or about $300 million, and left that left 7,000 people as victims. The police arrested Claudio Oliveira better known in the country as the Bitcoin King, who headed Bitcoin Banco Group, a custodian firm that promised extraordinary profits to anyone who trusted the company with their funds. But the firm claimed to have lost 7,000 Bitcoins at the end of 2019. Wow. Police claim that, that was part of the scheme. It took Brazilian police three years to finish Operation Damon. Operation Exchange, however, has just only begun. So it is, uh, wow. 
I'm glad that the police caught somebody <laughs> and a lot wow. of other people. But yeah, it's uh, two hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. You said seven thousand so, Bitcoin, right? Well, they—they, they, I think they said at the time it was three hundred million, but it's yeah, it's still a lot of a lot of coin that, that these guys crazy. have been stealing. So it's, That's uh, crazy. It's unfortunate, but I mean, this happens quite often, right? It does. A it lot does. of people, unfortunately, it's... like BitConnect. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. What what I was gonna say was that there was a time in the early Bitcoin days where you were either in the Bitcoin circle or not in the Bitcoin circle. And what I mean by that is that um, you either understood what Bitcoin was, or if you did not, you viewed it as a criminal internet money because of these things that are going on, like just like this. There's a bunch of criminals using it, but and it was very difficult to try to convince people that, first of all, don't know what Bitcoin is. Second of all, don't understand what their own fiat is. And what's the third thing? Third thing is that they don't understand what, what, what is going on. Anybody can do this. You can, uh, I think, uh, what's his name? Andreas Antonopoulos said you can pretty much uh, do this criminal exchange using bananas. You know, it's still a criminal act. Regardless of if it's Bitcoin or fiat, doesn't matter. There's people out there that's gonna do do this no matter what. So I think when it comes down to this, don't trust anyone with your Bitcoin. Make sure you're the custodial custody of your own private keys, right? Yeah, exactly. Make sure you keep your own private keys private. And you, and don't if you can't, on your YouTube channel. If you can't no. do that, then <laughs> I do have a donation wallet. You can definitely just put in my wallet, and I'll keep it. I'll keep it secure. I'll keep it safe for you. I'll right keep there, it safe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe your private keys. I'll keep your, your Bitcoin safe for you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that to people, man. That's horrible. If anything, if people want to come up and, and talk to us. And by the way, this is where I'm going to plug in. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to, for the cryptonauts out there, want to reach out to us, uh, you can definitely uh, reach us out. Reach out to us in Discord uh, and chit chat with us on how to get set up in crypto. Um, I'm sure. Uh, actually, let's just plug in a few things right now. We got Zelcor. I highly recommend using Zelcor Wallet. Um, Coinbase. Would you recommend Coinbase, Jake? For people that are just getting into it. Yeah, would so you I'd say. And the neat thing about Coinbase, I've actually recommended Coinbase to a couple of people in the last two weeks, um, because it teaches you about Bitcoin in a very, or not just Bitcoin, but other coins in a very simple and easy to understand way. Um, I can definitely say, having tried to explain. Bitcoin and just generally blockchain to people <laughs> who are you know brand new to the concept is I, I've almost resigned myself to just telling them think of it like stocks. I mean I know it's not stocks, but it's, it's the closest analogy. Right. If you know what stocks are, then you can kind of get the idea of what Bitcoin is. But, but that's the super simplified, dumbed down version of it. It's not really like that, obviously. But um, but yeah, Coinbase is a great place to start because they will pay you. They will actually give you up to a hundred dollars in coin if you take the little courses. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I burned. I pro actually I burned a lot more than that, dude. No joke. Um, I won't say how much I burned, but since I've been in Bitcoin for all these years, I've been doing all their free, uh, their free lessons, and they obviously they pay you out. And some of those things have went up to the moon, and those are looking really nice. I mean, literally everything in my wallet right now in Coinbase is all just just free crypto that I've had. Everything that I paid for, I withdraw, but everything that's free just stays in there. I look at them like, how is that? Uh, whatever i'm not gonna argue about it 
It's free. It's free crypto. I like Coinbase best because it's an easy, well, relatively easy way to transfer something from from coin back to fiat. And even from a business, I still use Coinbase in order to do that. I mean, obviously you get taxed on it, but I don't care because it's it's it makes it the easiest to get. You just give them a coin, and then they give you the the fiat, and you're done. You transfer whatever bank you want. Um, there are other companies that do that, but. Bitcoin, or pardon me, Coinbase is one of the largest. Right. Right, right. Um, what about an alternative, like uh, an exchange? What exchange would you recommend for... These are the two... Right now, this is the, let's call this the two Satoshi part of the show right now. We're giving out some crypto knowledge right now. So, yeah. What exchange would you recommend? Personally, um, I would probably go with Binance. Well... I mean, Binance is obviously the largest, um, much well, larger than Binance US. Is. Uh, well, right, but I mean, Binance as a whole. Yeah. Uh, Binance.com definitely is the largest by a factor of 10. Um, in fact, I think it's the, Coinbase is actually the third largest, not the fir- not even the second. Um, I I have so many, <laughs> so many wallet exchange uh, interfaces. I would say. Binance US actually is a pretty comparable system. It's a lot more coins on it than Coinbase does. So if you're looking to invest in a lot of different things, it's a good place to go. Um, but you do need a little bit more advanced comprehension. So I was like, Coinbase is where you start. You know, there's other ones like Gemini and Crypto.com um, that are out there, but they're not nearly as, don't have quite as many coins right. as Coinbase does, and definitely not as many as, as Binance does. Right. Um, personally, I've been using Bittrex since it started. Hmm. And Bittrex was harder to get into because originally they were very, very, very uh, restrictive with what they could do. But I like Bittrex because it's so dead simple. Um, there's, there's the one thing I don't like about Coinbase is it tries to make it more fiat enabled. Like they're like trying to make you think fiat is like crypto, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. In fact, it confuses me occasionally. Like, well, how do you get from here to there? And how do you get from here to there? And, oh, oh, you do this. The terms they use just don't make sense to me. But Bittrex doesn't really do that. For, so for me, I prefer Bittrex. I wouldn't say Bittrex is a novice-friendly exchange, but uh, it's a little more to the point. They don't try to hide things with weird verbiage. Um, and there is another problem that a lot of uh, smaller exchanges tend to have, and that is they have a minimum trade amount, Well, Coinbase does not have a minimum trade amount. You can trade as little as you like. Um, there's a restriction that Bittrex puts on their coins, uh, on their trades, that you can have, I think, no less than $30 worth of coin when you're trying to make a purchase. So that's one of the disadvantages of those smaller exchanges. I, I understand their reasons. They need to make some money. Um, and Coinbase definitely do, will make money off of you. That's probably the reason I don't. Once you start understanding how to trade, you need to move away from Coinbase. Um, that's my opinion. It's easy. But they take advantage of the novices' lack of experience on Coinbase quite often. Um, the, the fees that they charge you for making a direct transfer are ridiculously high. And if you're not trading more than $1,000 on a regular basis, I don't recommend that you do much trading at all on Coinbase. So um, there's, it's, it's not as simple as uh, stock exchange trade, trades are. And like, you know, most stock exchanges are free, right? You can now buy and sell stocks for free on almost any stock exchange. Someone's making money in the background, but they're not making it off you directly. 
Whereas when it comes to Coinbase, they are making money off you directly. So it's um, because of the volatility of the market, you're just you're going to pay a higher fee. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, what I forgot to mention was Celsius, and that's a referral link we have. We also have the referral link for Coinbase. What else? Um, yeah. The reason I like Celsius is you can buy crypto within the app at the market's most afford. When it comes to fees, they have the most affordable fees in comparison to anyone else out there. It's so crazy how affordable it is. I'm surprised mm-hmm. people, more people don't use it. Um, and on yeah, top of that, yeah. when you leave your crypto in the wallet, just literally you don't do anything. You just buy it and just leave it there. Every single week, Monday morning, guess what? You're going to have compounded interest added to your account in like-kind crypto. That's what I like. Yep. So if you buy Bitcoin, you're going to earn Bitcoin when it comes mo- Every single week, Monday, it's going to come in. If you buy Litecoin, Ethereum, um, and all, there's a bunch of other alt, uh, altcoins out there that you can purchase within the app. So yeah, that's they have I, about I 20 different coins on the platform that, let, that you can purchase uh, and, and hold. And they do actually have one one of the things I really like about uh, Celsius is they also offer insurance, mm-hmm. uh, which is not something you see on most exchanges. Right. So if you want to protect your coin, they have an insurance plan. No, it's a percentage of basically knock off a percentage you would have otherwise been earning, but. Um, I do appreciate the fact that they're saying we recognize that it, this is something we it may be unpreventable, you know, that, that uh, theft on the platform may occur. Um, not that they're planning for it, but they're, they're, re- they're respecting the fact that they don't know everything. So, um, I mean, it, you can go from the standpoint of a, of a, uh, a custodial company, let's say um, Franklin Templeton or, or uh, Goldman Sachs or something like that. You know, they're they're supposed to be trustworthy. But if they do get hacked, do you have insurance? Yes or no? Well, Celsius provides insurance for that potential unknown, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. I also have a new website. Not a new website. It's their old website, but now they finally integrated um, the app within within the web. So now you don't have to just download the app. You can just go to your computer and go to Celsius.network and yeah, log in there or get set up there. So some people want a lot of people have been asking for that. Now it's available. All right, so yep. we're gonna get wrapping wrapping up this episode. But before we do, I want to thank all the nations for listening to us. I have not done this in a while, uh, in in a good few months. So I'm gonna go through each single country that is listening to us to date. It's gonna take a while, Jake. So I don't know if you want to take a nap and come back in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. First, we got United States. United Kingdoms, oh, thank you and thank you. Uh, Australia, thank you. Canada, thank you. Ireland, thank you. India, thank you. Finland, thank you. Germany, thank you. Singapore, thank you. Spain, thank you. Netherlands, thank you. South Korea, thank you. Puerto Rico, gracias. Uh, New Zealand, thank you. South Africa, thank you. France, thank you. Do you know how to say thank you in France? In French? Jake? Say again? Do you know how to say thank you in French? Uh, no? I don't remember. Uh, I should know this. I should know you this. You should know this. Yeah. Okay. Next. Sweden. Thank you. Mexico. Gracias. All right. Denmark. Thank you. Brazil. Thank you. Argentina. Thank you. Turkey. Thank you. Indonesia. Thank you. Philippines. Thank you. Portugal, thank you. Romania, thank you. Israel, thank you. 
Switzerland. Thank you. Man, I'm getting tired. Should I keep going? <laughs> We're not even halfway it's yet. Like the, it's like if we had a Patreon, we should just scroll all the, the thank yous of all the people up on the screen. For reals. Austria. <laughs> thank you. Vietnam. Thank you. Italy. Thank you. Japan. Thank you. Malaysia. Thank you. Norway. Thank you. Thailand. Thank you. Belgium. Thank you. Chile. Thank you. Poland. Thank you. Hungary. Thank you. Peru. Thank you. Ukraine. Thank you. Serbia. Thank you. Lebanon. Thank you. Slovakia. Thank you. Malta. Thank you. Czech Republic. Thank you. Hong Kong. Thank you. Greece. Thank you. Jamaica. Thank you. Qatar. Thank you. Is that how you say Qatar? Qatar. Qatar. Nigeria. Thank you. Russia. Thank you. Oh, we got the Russians in the house? Oh, that's new. Thank you, Russia. <laughs> Croatia. Thank you. United Arab Emirates. Thank you. Taiwan. Thank you. Morocco. Morocco. Thank you. Ghana. Thank you. Bulgaria. Thank you. Costa Rica. Thank you. Iran. Thank you. Lithuania. Thank you. Luxembourg. Thank you. Colombia. Thank you. Egypt. Thank you. Egypt. Wow, nice. Estonia. Thank you. Uh, Tun Tun Tunisia? Tunisia. 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 Thank you. Nepal. Thank you. Pa Pakistan. Thank you. Dominica uh, Dominican Republic. Thank you. Albania. Thank you. Latvia. Thank you. I think by now everyone's probably going to end the episode. Like, okay, we're done with this. There's still a lot more thank yous <laughs> yeah. to go. There's a lot of nations around the world. This is this is crazy. No, How many 230 people? of them, so yeah, probably not thank of all of them individually. We could, you, you, we could just you know we're almost put done it in the list. At the bottom. <laughs> we're almost done. Uh, Latvia, so thank you. Iceland, thank you. Panama, thank you. Cyprus, thank you. Oman, thank you. El Salvador, thank you. Republic of Lithuania, thank you. Kazakhstan, thank you. Montenegro, thank you. Armenia. Thank you. Saudi Arabia. Thank you. Trinidad and Tobago. Thank you. Sri Lanka. Thank you. Venezuela. Thank you. Bosnia and Herzegovina. 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 Huh. Okay. Thank you. Maldives. Maldives? Maldives. 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 Thank you. Dominica. Thank you. Ecuador. Thank you. And Brunei. Brunei? Rooney, Brunei. Brunei, I think. Brunei, thank you. Wow. That's insane. That's all the nations listen to us. I feel, That's I feel like you, uh, you were thanking everybody from the Olympics, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? That's crazy how this podcast has grown so much around the world, and it just continues to keep growing and growing and growing. All thanks to everyone around the world listening to us. We definitely appreciate the positive feedback. I know that uh, the, the rest of the C3 Media team appreciates that. That's why we keep going. This is all voluntary. We don't get paid for this. But if you would like to donate, we do obviously have some uh, uh, do uh, a donation. Crypto wallets. Uh, yeah. yeah, crypto wallets over at c3media.tech. If you want to go ahead and donate to that, that does go to the C3 Media team. Um, and, yeah, with that said, thank you all for listening. Until next time. Stack sats and huddle. Adios. <laughs>